Lotus FM News with Sureshan Pillay. Seven o'clock. Good morning. Murder accused Christopher Paneyotu could finally know today if he'll walk out of or remain at St. Albans Prison if the Port Elizabeth Magistrates Court makes a long-awaited ruling on his bail application. Panayotu has been in custody since April the 29th when he was arrested for allegedly orchestrating his wife Jade's abduction and murder. Magistrate Abigail Beaton postponed her ruling on his bail application for a fourth time yesterday, saying she needed more time to revisit her verdict. Our reporter Jade Lee Polzer has more. Yesterday, it emerged in court the first suspect arrested, Lutanda Sioli, has now turned state witness. State advocate Maria Stander told the court that the state could call on four more witnesses, naming Lutanda Sioli, his girlfriend, and Paniotu's mistress, Chanel Kutz, and her friend. Stander ended his argument by stating that if Paniotu were granted bail, he would interfere with witnesses like his mistress and tamper with financial documents of his business. Defense advocate Terry Price assured the court that Paniotu will adhere to strict bail conditions should he be granted bail. Magistrate Abigail Beaton is expected to give a final verdict today. Sentencing proceedings for the man convicted of killing 3L Reicher Park toddler Cuban van Veik are expected to get underway in the High Court sitting at Palmbridge in Kuruleni today. Nathaniel Katlechompoku has been found guilty of the kidnapping and murder of 3L Cuban at an informal settlement in Reicher Park. The child's body was found in a mine dump in August last year, days after he went missing. Sasha Naidu has the details. Mpoku will return to the dock this morning for his first day of sentencing proceedings. Last month, Judge George Maluleke ruled that Mpoku is guilty on both charges of kidnapping and murder. Judge Maluleke said that Mpoku failed to prove his claims that he was not near the crime scene when the murder occurred and rejected his version of events. Maluleke said it was proven before the court that Mpoku kidnapped the boy from the post office after giving him biscuits and he finds it hard to believe that someone else took advantage of the kidnapping and murdered the boy. Dear leader, Musi Maimana says true freedom in South Africa will only be achieved when it can be said all are free from the chains of unemployment, poverty and inequality. Maimana says while all people can vote, marry whoever they want and live and walk where they want, Many are still not truly free. He was delivering the annual Barry Streak lecture hosted by the Cape Town Press Club. He said the DA's new values charter, adopted at its recent Congress, aims to address these issues. When you really truly walk the streets, where those streets are in Kailicha, Soweto, Zanspray, Dipsloa, you recognize that even though those South Africans may have the right to vote, poverty and unemployment has robbed them of their freedom. Someone who hasn't been able to find a job in years, who can't support their family, who is a product of a failed education system, who has no hope and very little dignity in life. I think it's fair to ask, is the South African truly free? Internationally now, the son of indicted former FIFA executive Jack Warner illegally made almost $1.2 million by selling marked-up tickets to the 2006 World Cup tournament in South Africa and Germany. And as shown, Bryce Pease reports, a transcript of his unsealed testimony reveals that Darian Warner pleaded guilty to wire fraud, money laundering and evading bank reporting requirements.
The transcript of federal court proceedings reveals that Darren Warner admitted that he obtained tickets to the 2006 and 2010 World Cups under false pretenses and resold them to make a substantial profit. Warner has been cooperating with law enforcement since 2012 and his future testimony could shed light on charges his father received an alleged bribe related to voting in favor of South Africa hosting the 2010 World Cup. In a separate plea deal, his brother Darrell has also been assisting the investigation that has their father Jack Warner as a central figure to the alleged FIFA corruption. The older Warner has denied the charges and indicated he intends to reveal documents that could implicate other FIFA executives in wrongdoing. And finally, Google has apologized after Indian Prime Minister Narendra Modi's photos started appearing in the image search results for top 10 criminals. Modi figures prominently in the search alongside images of terrorists, murderers and dictators. Other world leaders on the list include former U.S. President George W. Bush and Libya's Muammar Gaddafi. Other prominent Indians who come up in the search include Delhi Chief Minister Arvind Kejriwal and Bollywood actor Sanjay Dutt, who is serving a jail term in connection with deadly blasts in Mumbai in 1993. Google says it's continually working to improve algorithms in its system to prevent unexpected results like this. Top story at 7 o'clock. Murder accused Christopher Paneotu could finally know today if he'll walk out or remain at St. Albans Prison if the Port Elizabeth Magistrates Court makes a long-awaited ruling on his bail application. I'm Suresh and Pele. Your headlines in half an hour.